Hey everybody, welcome back to Movies on Our Minds, guys, the podcast in Atlanta, the where we get to talk about movies. I have two newcomers on this episode with us. I'm going to start off with introducing, on my right-hand side, Ricky Brown. What's good, everybody? Not not much, Ricky. You ready to talk about The Invisible Man? You know, I think so. Awesomeness, awesomeness. And in front of me, I have Miss Kajma. I don't know how to say your last name. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's Moku. 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 Amoku. Mm-hmm. Kashma Amoku. Yeah, Baruch's You can just African. call me Rain, though. That's way better. Or okay. Mama Storm, you know. I go by either one, three of those names. That's I'll fine. take them. That's fine. That's fine. Um, are you ready to talk about this movie as well? I am. I, I am. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, again, guys, uh, the movie that we're talking about is The Invisible Man. Uh, this is based off the uh, novel from H.G. Wells. It's about a man who's a scientist, and he comes up with a way to make himself invisible, but what he can't do is reverse it. So he puts bandages around him. Again, this is going back to the uh, original source material. So he puts bandages around him for people to see him until he takes the bandages off, and then he just goes crazy, insane, and starts doing some, you know, uh, crazy stuff. That's what makes him, uh, I don't, a killer, to say the least. And his name is Griffin. In the novel, and in this movie, there's two people named Griffin. One of them is uh, Adrian, and we're going to go into details with that because this is going to be a spoiler field, of course. So, first things first, before we even jump into all that, just want to know, what did y'all think of the movie? I'm asking uh, both of you right now. Um, I can say I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, as we discussed earlier, that there was definitely some things that you know could have been better, little uh, plot points that you know they probably could have expounded on, but you know... I really enjoyed it. Okay, what about you, Cosmo? What did you think of the movie? Um, I thought it was really good. Uh, in the beginning, I was a little concerned about some things, but as it progressed, I started to enjoy it a little bit more. There were um, moments that I got a little distracted because I felt like it was dragging a little bit, but then it kind of took me by surprise, and I was ready for the ride. Okay, okay. Um, This was... An interesting experience because all uh, three of us, we went to go see the movie. Um, first off, we went to see it at IMAX at Atlantic Station, which we already had some concerns about, to say the least. Uh, what did y'all think about seeing the movie in IMAX at that particular theater? Because y'all were even saying earlier, like, oh, Regal, here we go again with this uh, stuff. Okay, so for me, Regal, I, I personally don't like that Regal because there's always issue. The lights be on. Mm-hmm. The screen don't be lined up the way it's supposed to. That was probably Baruch's biggest issue. Oh, my! the formatting on that screen was absolutely terrible. I don't understand what was going on with that. <laughs> um, we had one other friend that was with us. She was explaining to us uh, the digital files for, you know, how they optimize for IMAX theater screens or whatever the case. But... I don't know. I know that movie theater was going through uh, some. It was going under construction for uh, a new look of the theater or whatever. And so the only thing they did differently with that uh, IMAX theater was they put up uh, new seats and uh, the walls around for the surround sound to be a lot better. But it was worse that the the fact that the walls were so close, like if they were round and they had had a little more space in between the, them and the speakers, it would have been fantastic. But I swear I felt like everything was screaming at me the entire time. It was we were very watching hurtful. that <laughs> I, the whole time we were watching. I was just like, "Yo, if I if it had even just maybe two more feet, I would have been grateful for it because my ears 
were just on a thousand. Do you feel like that was just the previews or was it the movie? No, because every time some type of action movie as well. or some type of music was going on, I swear, I felt it in my spirit. That's how loud it was. Did you not feel that rumble in the movie? Like It was like, I know that, that like that's for like dramatic purposes, but sometimes it was overwhelming <laughs> yeah. how like Unnerving massive it was. it was. Yeah. So there was basically pros and cons to it? Because one of the things that I noticed too, and I feel like we only would have got that with uh, IMAX around sound was the scenes where she was looking uh, in different corners and obviously he's invisible but you hear, you hear the, the clicking the, the of the cl- yeah. of the suit mm-hmm. and it was like I don't think we would have got that with a regular theater probably not we, you're, you're probably, probably right. right the seats were comfortable they were very comfortable they feel like gaming seats to me I don't know they that. even look like gaming seats I would have preferred if I could have declined a little bit more it was like kind of weird seating but that's you know. because you're a giant that is also true but you know I still want that seat <laughs> Okay, so let's uh, get into the things that uh, we did like about the film. And me and you were talking about uh, one of the things that we enjoyed was the cinematography. The budget of this film is actually pretty low. I think it's about like uh, six uh, six million or something like that. But all they did was use the intensity of the cinematography. So just panning to the right. Yeah, they and, did a lot of like panning to corners that like I guess where he was supposed to be standing at. Right. And the changing of focus, pulling focus from one spot to the next to reveal where he was but not being there was really beautiful to see cuz it definitely made me feel like man at any moment he could do something that I'm just wait I'm just waiting for him to make a move and he didn't make a move at the moment. But in other moments he did. So it was a definitely amazing to see how they uh pulled out the cinematography and just some of the the surrounding shots and the places that they chose to shoot was what made it what it was. It was like when they, um, you know, showed those beautiful shots of them out of the house. Like that it was, was a big house. Too. It was a huge freaking Gigantic. house. That house was huge. It was huge. He was, was like, rich, what is rich. this man's job? He was Most rich, people with houses like that are crazy. Because <laughs> you got to be crazy for your whole house to be made of Flipping concrete, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it was, Windows it was everywhere. so still. It was, it was so like cold. There was no warmness to that home at all. Even the dog didn't want to be there. Like, but you felt that. But though. I felt that in there, and I felt, I felt like that type of intensity that you saw in his home. It translated to him as a scientist as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like in the way that he developed his suit, it was like you knew it was there, but you didn't know it was there. Like you felt it. Like even even without them actually having to show it, it was like every time she stepped into a room, I was like, I can feel him watching her behind him. I mean, it, I can feel her being watched behind. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just a totally intensifying feeling. Yeah, I definitely can agree that like the one thing that came across really well in this movie was the feeling and the intensity the whole time. And I don't know if it's just because we couldn't see him and we're just waiting for something, but it was it was a very, very strong like feeling that you could feel throughout the entire movie, which you don't really get. Well, you can get it, but you don't get it as often as you would like in other movies. It was the imagination, basically. I would, yeah, I would definitely say it's the imagination. But like she said, like even his uh his place of living and the feeling of isolation along with it. And again, you can with the dog. Like the dog was one of my like favorite parts of the movie because I couldn't seeing that first time the dog escaped. 
And that dog, I was so sure that we, he was never coming back. I was so sure the dog was not coming back at any yeah, point. Yeah, why did the dog come back? I thought they would have, like... Because he lived inside of a concrete fortress where he was going to go. Yeah, but I thought, like, the people that uh, came, like, okay, so they covered all the furniture and the bed and everything like that. So I thought they would have at least taken the dog away, the people I that came to, like, renovate hungry. the house or something like that. Mm-hmm. See, and that's one of those things that we are left on edge with and we are not comfortable with not knowing how this dog is still there. But that was what they played off of in the movie, letting you know that he was still there was because the dog was still there. And I I feel like also still sticking on that um, topic of his home, it was like you can also see the control that he needed as a person inside of his home because everything was controlled down to the the way that the fire was lit when it first came in to how many freaking cameras he had everywhere and to how you had to disarm it and the dog having the shot collar. It was like you can tell that every single thing was being controlled. Even when you came into the closet, you knew that they lived there together, but there was no sign of her clothes. It was only him. Same color suits. Everything was meticulous. You could see the OCD and the narcissist in him in the things that were around him. And that's when you appreciate the attention to details on the characters. It's like, here's another thing I enjoyed about the film. The very beginning scene. I feel like the beginning scene tells us a lot about the film itself. It establishes the tone, establishes the relationship between these two. You already are rooting for this person to get out, even though you don't even know their names. You don't see any pictures of having, you don't have nothing. You're just like, you can see it on her that she is just, she just needs to get away, you know. And, and her so, life is very much in danger from the very moment that you see her on screen. She's very, yeah. very like. She gives you like, very, very, very like, please help this lady. Mm-hmm. Like, if I make any errors in this like first five minutes of the movie, I could be dead right now. Right. That was the intensity that we got from the jump, which was beautiful. It's like a cinema, not even cinematographer. It's like a filmmaker doing a lot with a little. Mm-hmm. Like you only have this house, you have these two characters. Show me in five minutes uh, their relationship and yeah. what it, what it establishes. And I thought that was beautiful. That's it why. Was. It, so the budget is actually a seven million. And but still, that's little for what that's it was very that, you little. Sh- that you saw. Right. I mean, I feel like that house alone was seven million freaking <laughs> dollars for the corner that we saw of it. Right. You yeah, know what they I'm saying? Clearly, I'm pretty sure they filmed everything they had in one day. So if that was the budget, yeah, that house, we got to wrap everything up in the same day. Okay. <laughs> All them shots got to be done right then or it's not going to happen. Right. So uh, another thing to that um, I personally enjoyed about the film were the characters. There wasn't uh there wasn't a lot of characters that we were exactly annoyed with per se. Like we understood the motivation, we understood where all the characters were coming from, and we were still rooting for everyone that we wanted to root for. Of course, there were some flaws with some of these see, uh see my biggest thing was that there was no backstory on how these people were connected. Like you knew that the two of them were sisters. After that, because it was previously, I mean, it was it was later on stated that they were sisters. But how was she connected to that black man? I want to know. Like, did they grow up together? Was that her boyfriend? Like, yeah, what I was the was dynamic? Yeah, she was married to him at one point because the daughter, you know, she kind of looked like yeah, she might have been mixed. Yeah, she did. And I just didn't understand the dynamic. And But he kept saying that they were that was his oldest friend. But I needed to understand where their connection came from because he felt such an innate reason to take care of her. So you wanted more depth. Basically, yeah. give me like, something. They didn't even scratch the surface. It was just like now she's living with this dude. They homies. This is cool. Her daughter. I mean, his daughter loves her. 
this is nice. But you're like, where did this come from? Let me ask you too. Um, did you feel as if that this this may have been just me? Did you feel like that was her do- his daughter when she first appeared on the screen? The relationship they had to me with the way they were acting felt like brother, brother and sister, sister. Yeah. yeah, or uncle and uh, and niece. Uh, niece. Mm-hmm. It just did not feel like father and daughter. Like the, they both looked pretty young to me. Mm-hmm. They both looked like they uh, could just. You know, parents may have been in a tragic death or something. Yeah. It's just them too. Like he's just supporting her, trying to get her to the yeah, college. I didn't, but I didn't. I didn't feel that either. I didn't um, feel for that. For me, I didn't have. An, I didn't. I felt like they were uh, father and mother, but uh, father and daughter. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think might have what thrown it thrown it off for some people is how tall she was. I think it's a similarity in height that kind of throws people off sometimes. Like she was. She's definitely not a short girl. Like mm-hmm. she definitely's like. Like five ten or something. And it was the maturity in her face, and she's uh, about to go to college, right? Right, so she, and she is like eighteen years nails. old. Or something. Okay, she was a very well, you know, what I'm saying like the age difference in between them seemed too close for it to be. Yeah, but he could have been a young father. There's a there's a situations was, where that could have made sense. Not his, not seen. Uh, he looked like he was already a young father, a young single father taking care of her. So the thing was like how he would have had to have her when he was eight. Right, and see, that's what <laughs> like, it goes back to what uh, Cosmo was saying about the uh, the depth of the characters. It's like there isn't enough of that. So for what you are throwing at us, it should be like, okay, well, I can at least see that. Yeah, so, there's a lot sisters, of assumptions that got to be made. Like yeah. even with the sisters, yeah. it was like, why are they so disconnected? Like she came to come save her in the middle of the night, but she doesn't know why she came to come save her. Like why was she so disconnected that she didn't know that her sister was being abused by this person for so long? Like she was totally clueless until this man bursted through the window that she needed to go because she's like, "Hey, what are we here to talk about? What's going on?" I can, can we still it's four stay? o'clock in the morning. Can we still talk about the fact that even when he busted the window, she, she still, still hesitated there. to drive? I was like, "Man, she looked at him. You need to go right now." Like, like mm, maybe we can talk not, about this later. You know, like they didn't. They never really went over that. All right, and what about? This is the uh, other thing I really like. These are like my biggest three things that I that stood out to me as to why I like. It was the arc at the end with uh, C, which is uh, the main character's name. Yeah. The, um, the thing is, what I really liked about uh, her arc is like the way that she was presented. So after she, again, spoiler alert, kills uh, Adrian, um, after she kills Adrian, she just like has this, she, she pulls back from the camera, right? And um, and by the camera, I mean like the camera at the house. And he's she is, uh, looks at Adrian and gives a surprise, which, by the way, I didn't like that delivery. And uh, me and you were talking about that. It could have been better. Mm-hmm. Nah, again, it's like the, the music is building up. You know, she's like, ah, until the camera's not on her. And then she has this subtleness about her. She looks at Adrian dying. And then she walks out of the, uh, the house and she has the suit in the back, which... You should probably zip up that bag. Yeah, Just throwing it out there. Thing. You know, again, I know you're doing it for the movie, but I think just even a look at the bag, even if it's zipped, the audience will be smart enough to know we know what's in that bag and we can keep going for it. You know, and then them purposely feet. making sure that she walked herself out of camera's eye and how she did it and made contact she with did the make camera. Con- she did. Like, she made definite eye contact with that. So I did this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but again, what I did like about it was that this is a whole new person. 
we never seen her dressed like this. We never seen her with this makeup. So when she is looking at James, and she's like, he killed himself, but giving him that wink, like, no, he really didn't. It's like, this is not the same person we started off with. Mm-hmm. And with her walking away with the suit, we could see that this could turn into a sequel. She could be the next person on the list to don the suit and do whatever she wants, even though I don't really see what goals she would have because both Griffins are dead. So I don't know where that's going to go, but I just liked the it way that was shot. Go. You said what? It ain't going to go. There's no way they can pick that up again. It's yeah, not going to go. But back to the delivery, though. Uh, I think with that delivery, she definitely could have hit the... More so, like she that was a line that he uh presented to her all the time. Like, he would always tell her, uh, surprised about this and surprised about that. Like, it was always something that you would hear him say to her. So, if he, I think if he had if she had presented that in the same fashion that he had, I think that would have worked out a little bit better. Yeah, I could see that too. But you know, that goes on uh with the director, you know. Um, I think. He I, I, there's a couple things that this uh, director could have gone and he could have done different. His name, by the way, is Leah Wanell. I think it's Lee or Leah. I'm just, I'm gonna say Lee Wanell. I hope that's right. His um he's actually from uh the Saw franchise. He worked on the Saw franchise with uh, James Wan. Uh, he was uh, writing some of them. Then he uh, directed Insidious Chapter Three. He wrote some of the Insidious films. Like him and James Wan worked together a lot, which is why I w- we were able to spot that uh, Jigsaw. Doll mm-hmm. um, in that other preview that we watched. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, like that graffiti in the background. And uh, the last movie he did before this was Upgrade, which I don't know. Have y'all seen Upgrade? Mm, no, I think so. What's the, who's the who's the main uh, person in that? Who's the main person in that? Um. His name was a uh, like Logan. What was the name? It was like a uh, Logan. He he was in the Spider Man Homecoming as the Shocker. He looks just like Tom Hardy. Which by the way, they say like oh upgrade. yeah, I've seen that movie. Yeah, I've seen that movie. Yeah. I actually really liked that movie. It was yeah. really entertaining for me. Yeah, it was very good. And so um, it was very interesting because the way that went down was um, for those that don't know, the Invisible Man is part of a monster cinematic universe. And which consists of like, yeah, consists of the mummy, uh, Frankenstein, Dracula, all that good stuff. And they originally were going to do a cinematic universe with uh, all these characters. They're going to reboot it and bring it back. And it started off with the mummy with Tom Cruise a few years ago. Y'all remember that movie? Yeah. It was garbage. (laughs) Straight up garbage. I enjoyed it to an extent, but yes, it was trash. Yeah, so trash that um, (laughs) (laughs) the the reviews weren't good for it, and it didn't make enough money, so Universal Pictures put that uh, on hold, put the whole entire universe on hold. And so this movie, it was supposed to be, and it was supposed to be like a lot of A-list actors playing all these uh, different roles. And so Johnny Depp was originally going to play the Invisible Man in this universe. But after The Mummy didn't uh, happen, they decided to go in a different direction. They wanted to tell, like, single stories, you know, just, like, uh, small budget, give it to filmmakers that want to do something with it. And as you can see, it came out pretty well. So the way this uh, went down, too, it was like uh, after the universe failed, Leah got called, Lee, I'm just going to say Lee, he got called into a universal uh, 
uh, in the executive office. And this is him quoting it. He said, it was weird. This film came about in a really random way. It wasn't like I was plugged into some kind of world building. I had just finished Upgrade. They called me in for a meeting with some of the Universal and Blumhouse executives. I got to do this meeting, and they didn't really talk about Upgrade. I mean, they said they liked it, and they moved on. So I'm sitting here on the couch thinking, what am I here for then? Uh, what is the meeting about? And then they just started talking about The Invisible Man, and that's how he started uh, writing and then eventually directed The Invisible Man for $7 million, and here we are talking about it. So, again, these are the things that I like and the things that I find interesting. And on top of that, Invisible Woman, that's also in the Invisible Man canon. This was, again, a long time ago, and the plan was to reboot that as well with Elizabeth Banks directing, producing, and starring in it. This would have been different from um, The Invisible Man, though. So I was wondering, what are your thoughts on that? Because after seeing the end of this movie, I thought this would be a good way to just bring in the Invisible Woman. Like, just have her. She comes in and does her own thing. She has the suit. She is a different person. But apparently, they're saying, nah, Elizabeth Bank is just going to do her own thing. It's going to be her own Invisible Woman. And again, let's not uh, forget that the last movie she did was Charlie's Angels, the one that just came out not too long ago. And that didn't really do so good. That movie was not I'm trying to place a face with the name. Elizabeth Banks. Um, you can find her. Uh, have you seen Hunger Games or Pitch Perfect? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I, I wish I could. Hmm. Still not ringing any bells, and I <laughs> wish I could, but my phone's doing things, and I can't search for things. I got you. I got you. But um, definitely, I I could see the possibility of there being uh, an extension of this movie with the Invisible Woman, but. Mm-hmm. I don't really know, again, what she said earlier, I don't really know where they would go with the story. I would just have to see where they go with it. Because even though this doesn't, uh, this movie just saw don't really relate to the main uh, canon of what we've already known. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Well, one thing I do want to say is that the character that they chose to play her, well, the the, the Elizabeth actor, Moss. Is that is that her name? Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, her last scary movie was Get Out. She was one of the white families no that wasn't get out it was us yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. us 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 us, us, and she was one of the um the the doppelganger people yes yes right so my thing is is like her character period is good at like her as an actor she's really good at ominous roles Mm -hmm. like you get afraid and scared for her for some reason because you can see it in her face. I've never seen her in a role where she's been happy. Like, because when I first really laid eyes on her, it was in The Handmaiden's Tale. You know what I'm saying? And, like, her character, it it was so freaking intense that I was just like, I don't know if I can keep watching this show because I feel like every night that I go home, I'm uh, I'm her. Like, I don't want to do it. I can't do it. And... I like that they they chose her for that because she's so good at making that role feel so real. Right. And making it feel so intense. What I hate, though, is that they ain't brushed her teeth the whole freaking movie. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Her teeth was black the whole movie. Y'all are so mean. No. (laughs) No. That was the thing. You've seen the grunginess and the greediness of how she hadn't taken care of herself because she was isolated for so long. The only day her teeth was not black was when she went to that interview. And then she hit the flow and they turned black all of a sudden all over again. (laughs) That think we can thank it the was, IMAX for that. It was very sad that her teeth was black the whole movie. I almost thought it was like, is they did they put a shadow on her mouth or something? She was brushing was, her teeth with activated charcoal or something because it was real. 
Let me ask y'all, uh, to go back to uh, the universe that this could have been, what would you think about Johnny Depp if he did take on this role? Like, how would it be? I don't even think this would have been the same story or nah, the same script. So it's kind of like... Not at all. He would have he made them put more depth into it. You know, he would because his character is just that. There's no story that I've ever seen him play in that you can't get the backstory from his character. Yeah, I think you the- don't even have to go deep into it, but it's like they'll give you a glimpse of it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I just feel like they didn't care about telling us nothing in this movie. They was like, just watch it. You don't need to know the backstory. Just you feel watch as if it. like all the like, okay, look, they're sisters, that's husband and um daughter, they're friends, they're uh brothers. Just understand that. Just and, understand and that take and keep it and going. Yeah, like yeah. There was the amount of detail they they spent on the on the backstory was so little. Like I think the only time they ever really expressed anything was after she found out that uh, he was dead. After Griffin was dead, mm. she g- gave a brief explanation about like their relationship and how everything. You, went down. You're talking about Adrian, right? Yeah, Adrian. Okay. Like there was a brief. Uh, Description about how the relationship went down, how he's been abusive to her, how he's manipulated her, and all those things. But after that, we didn't even talk about him being like she mentioned that he was a uh, a leader in optics. We never went into detail about what that really meant for what type of research he had. So and why did he even create this freaking suit? It was like, did he create this suit purposely to kill himself and then haunt this girl for forever, or like, did it have an actual goal to begin with? Because when you came, when she came downstairs in the beginning, you saw the different people on the back wall. You know what I'm saying? And you, right. and she walked right past that machine. She didn't think twice of it. She just kind of stared. Then she came back to it. Then she did what she had to do. But never in there did they say like he was developing. Because what was the use of that suit besides what the hell he did with it? And see, these are the things. See, now we're gonna uh, uh, we're gonna start talking about the things that we didn't like about the film. And the thing about this part of it is like these are these are parts to where we, I feel like we could have fixed this. Like these, like example, what you're saying. All we, we all we needed from that was to just know what his job was. That's it. That's all we would have needed to know in order to uh, continue on. But I guess the uh, the writer, which again is Lee, feels as if like that's not important for the story that's being told. It's like for this scene in particular, all you need to know is she just needs to get out. That's all you need to know. Just, and then they were just like, he's a world, he's a, a a world leader in optics. I'm like, okay, so he just makes fantastic glasses. Like, what do this man do? And why? I'm saying, is this for the military or something? Just, say that again. I was like, is this for the military or yeah. something? Yeah, like there had to be some practical usage of that. And like when I hear optics, all I'm thinking is like, okay, well, does he? Yeah, like she said, like does he make glasses? Like all that he had in his basement, all that research stuff he had, like. I've never seen nobody that just does glasses have all that stuff. Yeah. So there was, had to be a little bit more detail in what was going on. And I get like, yeah, if it wasn't necessary for the scene at hand, but again, it's going to be necessary. You always set up things early on in the film for later on. And then how come she could just press one button and create a whole new suit? Like, it didn't take materials or time or nothing. It was She pressed a single button a mo- and it was just a mode button on an iPad that she pressed and it created a whole nother suit. Like what do you mean created? I thought it just like revealed. The I think suit. it revealed it. Yeah, too. it didn't create a suit. I don't think so because remember she hid the suit. She hid the suit inside of the walls, and then he was already walking around the house chasing her. He, so, no, there was there's two suits. That's what I'm saying. So if if it was two suits, you know what I'm saying? You think that the suit that she took and hid was the suit that her that that Adrian had originally, and then his brother had the other suit. 
or do you think that she just created an entire suit? No, I think it was uh, one suit and the mode just flipped, uh, turned off the invisibility. I don't think that that can be right, though, because we literally saw her go inside the closet and hide that other suit that she took off of the mannequin. She hid it inside of the vent. Right. During that same time when she was in the closet, he came through the closet doors. He opened up the door. You saw his feet press up against the floor and he had the same type of pattern from the suit. So that makes it two suits and not yeah. just one suit. Yeah, we're saying so, that it's just two suits. One that so, Adrian had. And, and so that's what that's what I'm saying. So you don't think that that was just a suit that she just created out of the blue? No, she stole. It looked like it materialized out of nothing when it was there. It looked like it was something that was just created when she was standing in front of it. It didn't look like something that was being revealed. It looked like something that was being made, especially when you saw all of the cameras flip forward and the optics change on it. It looked like something that was being built in that moment with like nanites and not something that she was just like, oh my gosh, this is what this actually is. No, I think that was definitely something. Uh, like, well, maybe that's something that just got lost in translation, but I definitely think that was a suit that was already there. And again, we didn't even get the the real layout of his whole, uh, I guess, laboratory. So you might have had another section where he could store another suit or something like that. Or his brother had somewhere where to store the suit. Like there was a lot of stuff that we could have gotten more detail on about everything. So, uh, like why his brother was involved. Period. Exactly. I don't understand how you have a brother uh, that does this stuff and you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go along You like with how it. I knew that it, that was going to be his brother on the floor, right? I think everyone knew that that was going to... You know, it was just like the tension behind it, like uh, the way that she just... Uh, Took a, took it off. It was just like too slow to where it's like you you just feel as if it, it can't be Adrian. Mm-mm. So I, I was a little confused on that as well. You know, um, I was confused on um, what the uh, the relationship between the uh, brothers. It was like so were they really working together in order for Adrian to get her? Like, what what do you think about that? They were very confusing to me as well. Like, I think the story would have played out much better if he was like, the brother was like secretly obsessed with her and he was trying to get to her. He had to kill the brother first. And then here's the thing why is Tom doing this? I don't know. That's the None of us know. It didn't make any sense why he was involved, period. Like, in the moment I knew he was truly involved was when he said his brother always had control of him. Like, that was the moment where I knew, okay, he has something to do with this. And then it was confirmation for me when she was in the hospital or the psych ward. And he was like, you know, you you didn't think that he would know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then he revealed the fact that he knew that he was still alive. So here's my question then. What if she did accept the phone call? Then what? I was more, I was actually really curious to find out what that phone call was going to do. Like, who were you going to call? Are we going to just, the charges are going to get trapped. This lady got her slit, her throat slit in the uh, restaurant and we're just going to let this go because someone made a phone call. Like, this is actually kind of confusing at this point. I really, and I then was where really was curious. the camera footage? Yeah, that's that, what that I was, was going to bring up too. Yeah. The restaurant camera, like we didn't, th- there's no footage. There's no, and on top of that, after the uh, restaurant uh, camera, the scene after that, which I kind of understand, but at the same time, I was like, eh, you could, eh, was when, um, See, they were uh, grabbing her. She's like, "No, he did this. He did this. You can see him right there." It's like, "Don't do that. You, you're smart <laughs> enough to know like that's not helping you. Like, okay, he's invisible, but you saying that he's invisible is not helping. You acting insane is not helping. It's just like, 
But you know what? Here's the here's the things that could have been fixed. Like almost everything that. All right. So I wrote down uh, the five things that bugged me the most, and when I thought about, it, I was like, I, "There's an easy way you could have fixed that." So the uh, restaurant camera, right? First off, there uh, there has to be a camera in there, but all you have to do is show a scene to where like the camera is looking at their table and just shift or move, knowing that Adrian has to take this off because yeah. we. We know he's in the restaurant, or even if he's not, like he's going to pop up somewhere because everywhere she goes, he turns up. So we already have established that. So just move the camera, like uh, like uh, C did at the beginning of the movie when the camera was on him in the bed. That's all you had to do to uh, fix that. So now we're not concerned about that. And on top of that, with the knife in the air, like nobody could see it. Like maybe he should have done that under the table per yeah, se. Stabbed her in the stomach a few times. That would have been more believable instead of. You a floating knife in the middle of the room, slashing her throat. And nobody saw this. This is like Friday night at uh, at any fancy restaurant. And the waiter came back two times quickly too. So you're telling me at, suddenly this waiter doesn't come back anymore, which I commend that waiter for having such excellent customer service. Also, when that little girl got hit, I was just like, "That's uh, my second uh, thing. That's uh, so that's two of the five things I have written down. So a girl getting hit. The reason that bugged me was because first off. Okay, um, one, the character of C, you know her. You know that she's very nice. She's very, she just gave you $10,000. Right. Like, why would she hit you? And she's clearly on the ground. It will be like, this is how you fix that. If you are going to go in that route, have it to where C gets up and like gives her a hug or something because like, thank you. You're, you're taking me out for cake. Like somebody does care about me. Like, thank you. And as she's hugging, then get the hit in because that's the only thing that she can think of is like, you hit me, which makes sense. So you could have done that way. And another thing that came to me was like, Wait, how old are you again? Are you like 18 about to go to college? You get hit and you're like, oh, daddy, he hit, she hit me. Yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. I was like, come on. Been beat up. Like, that's like. <laughs> beat up. That's like, you, you're you more like, like why would you hit me? Fighting. Like, yo. Yeah, exactly. Like, help. Even if it's not help anger. Her. Not me, help her. Because I'm going <laughs> to beat her up. Yeah. Yeah, another thing that got kind of got probably. They should have spent more time on or just got lost in translation because you need to pick a time or like an age that she needs to be. Either she's going to college or she's 15. She needs to help getting up for school or whatever the situation is. Like you got to you got to stick with the age and stick with it. Yeah. Yeah, Which, again, I I thought the age was like 18 because she said she's going to college. But when you're making actions like that, like, I don't want to be here anymore. She hit me so hard. Like. Oh, that that just annoyed me. Just thinking back to it, like you know, that's not something that she would do. And second, you're not ten years old, and even the way she got hit, like it, okay, again, that's just how I would have fixed that. That was number two. Uh, the restaurant, you just uh, change the uh, camera, like show establish the cameras there, and just move it to the side so you can't go back and watch that. And the girl getting hit, have her actually hug her or touch her so she can she can think that that's the case. And so let's go to the number one thing. No, well, actually, I'm gonna say number one for last because that's our. That I think like all of us in the theater rolled our eyes when that happened. I can't wait for so, number one. <laughs> uh, the fourth thing on my, on my list uh, is when James didn't believe her. Like after they shot Tom in the living room, and they were at the precinct, and he was saying like. It's over. Tom is dead. We got the invisible man. And she was like, no, Adrian did everything before that. And he was like, no, but there's proof that yada, yada, yada. 
I would have told James, like, James, come here. Come here. Listen, man. Everything before that, you did not believe me. I went to an insane asylum because not one of you guys believed me. I told you there was an invisible man out there. And guess what? You even fought an invisible man and he kicked your ass. And I'm telling you right now who it really was before that. And you have no reason not to believe me. If you are a real friend, you apologize again because you said you shouldn't have left me. I accept that apology. Sure. But you from here on out, listen to every single word I say. That's what I would have told James personally if I was C. Well, I mean, it's just a known fact that men don't listen to women. So there's that. <sighs> I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to go back to this point yeah. real quick. I will say that he should have believed her initially, but he at least he did come around and went to the to the uh to the house of, to, with Adrian. Yeah, he went to the house and tried to like get the confession. Like eventually he came around. He should have believed her from the jump. From the jump, that's my thing. Like, okay, yeah. sure, come around, but like at this very moment, like she keeps saying, Nope, Adrian did, nope, Adrian did. Like, see, put a little more umph in that believe me, and we're gonna go get Adrian. Like you have at this point, you have power now. Because you are clean off a record of something you did not do, and everyone now knows this. Yeah, but then I felt like at that point when she walked through the door of there, I knew she was going to kill him. Like, it was no way for that story to end without her killing him. He wasn't going to jail because he was smarter than that. He was a narcissist. He was way smarter than that. But I knew from the moment that she walked in there that her goal from that point forward was to kill him. It was to kill him. What if he admitted saying, like... Uh, she still was going to kill him because she was upset. Was kill him. You think she, so? Absolutely. If he admitted saying, okay, that was on me. He freaking got her pregnant and she didn't want to be pregnant by him because she switched out his, I mean, he switched out her birth control. Okay? So she already emotional. She definitely, absolutely, positively was going to murder the ever living crap out of him. It didn't matter if he said yes or not. You could tell, you could just feel it in her spirit. I think that the way that would have gone down is if, if he did admit it, they would have arrested him. Here's the thing. My man's fake killing, his own death. Killing him is one thing, but torturing is a whole other game. That's the whole point of this movie. He could have killed her by being invisible, but he was saying like, no, he wants he to. He didn't want to kill her because he wanted her to be with him. That right. Was he wanted to punish goal. her. Yeah. That was the end goal. So at no point in there was he ever going to harm her to the point where it was going to be like she had any real damage done because he it, she, he was nothing without her. That was the whole goal. She was the first woman to ever leave him. The first one to ever leave him. And that never happens, especially with narcissists. You never say no to them. You know what I'm saying? So for her, when that moment when she saw that pill bottle on the damn, uh, excuse me, on the mm. thing, on you know what I'm saying? It was just like at that moment, yeah, I know what's going on. And he literally told you that it you would never be able to get away from him. He was going to be able to walk right up to you and you wouldn't even know he was there. I think for her, it was more of like her killing him at the end is more personal than anything else. Yeah, it was like, it was you deserve this. Mind. Like, <laughs> you deserve this. I thought no, you were dead the first time. You didn't stay dead the first time. Now you're going to be dead, dead for real because I'm going to be the person that did it. For her to have the peace of mind to move forward in life, because this, as for him to get away scot free on this, and him being able to make another suit easily, she had to kill him because there was no way she was ever going to move forward. Her and life. then what about this baby? Now that he dead, like is she going to have the baby? 
She's not going to have the baby because she didn't want the baby to she begin with. She better not with. have this baby. You feel what I'm saying? And that's where I can see an invisible woman coming from because maybe she has a daughter and her daughter has these same innate traits as her father. And then all of these things develop from that. Maybe. Like that's a visible man part three. <laughs> okay. Honestly. I'm just like trying to throw it in there to down. help you out. Like, She's a new person at this point, so we can really explore but where is this she is going to take her. Because she's still tormented by all of the things that tormented her before. Oh yeah, no, she's definitely a different. Per- that's but those things th- are dead now. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's my point. Like she spent that last part of the movie, she was like, you know what? There's no way I'm gonna get any peace of mind. Like I'm, if I was in her situation, I would probably do the exact same thing. Like I don't need a confession. I know what happened. No one else believed me. So guess what? I don't need validation from anybody else. I just I'm need going, you dead. I just need you dead. Like just that's the only way I'm able to move forward. Cause no matter how many, no matter where I go, I could be on the other side of the world. If the door, if the wind blows the door open, guess what? I'm gonna think it's you. You gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You gotta get up out that thing. I agree. It's true. So here's a, uh, another thing that uh that bugged me. And he, it didn't even bug me until you pointed it out. I was like, that would have been a lot, that would have been better. Is the Uber driver so or the Lyft driver that if you want to uh, if you want to be technical about it? So the Lyft driver picked her up, which you even saying like that was the quickest Lyft. <laughs> that so let me say this real quick: the Uber, the Lyft driver, she she just had this full battle with this man <laughs> in the living room. He in tossed the her kitchen. in the kitchen, threw her against the wall, over drug the table, her. drug her all over the place. He had to, he she slapped him with three different plates, broke <laughs> all of them. She ran outside. Uber, uh, Lyft is there 30 seconds later. I don't know where you live at, but I guarantee you, you can't do that in Atlanta. <laughs> you can't do that in no. LA. You can't do that nowhere. What's your Lyft shows up 30 seconds? Uh, just like that. Like, she at 2 a.m. or something. Call- yeah, she had to have been calling that dang on Lyft when she was being dragged by her feet across the floor. Right. Like she had to have been oh, looking. He's strangling and then she me. didn't. Then my thing is, is that. You you get away from your house and then get him the address to the man house who's trying to kill you. Like, what are we doing here? And I'm pretty sure my man's just hopped in the seat too and just rolled there silently the whole way. Like, because there was no way he made it there the same time that she did without him being man, in the car. That suit, that suit had to be had some kind of superpowers. And obviously, it's invisible, but there had to be some kind of enhancements in the suit because he was. Throwing her around the room like Superman. Yeah, and then when when they showed his physique, it wasn't anything that made it seem like he was that strong. Like you can tell that he was a middle aged man who worked out and had a very strict regimen with working out, but it was never like he looked like he was super strong. He was strong enough to throw a table with one arm and not break the table. Like it was a lot of uh, grip tricks in there that just was terrible. That I will say. Like a lot of the stunts, they were horrible. Were they horrible? Because even when we were watching the film, y'all still seem invested in it. Like, oh, yeah, was, because oh, we had oh. to be in order to understand anything else that was going on. Yeah, but you didn't think it sucked at, at, during the time, like when we saw it in IMAX with the surround sound mm-hmm. when he was like pulling her hair. So when I was, were... I would say, I again, as even the movie had flaws, I was still thoroughly entertained. Yeah, throughout. I was entertained, but it wasn't that great. The the grip, the the stunts and and the tricks were not as good as they could have been if it had just been. So like, like inch more of investment in them. So what are some things that you would have done better with the stunts in order to make it feel like this is more realistic for what they are showing me? So it's like a certain like you're giving us rules basically, but not enough rules to go off on. So it's like 
this suit is invisible. All right, that's a rule. Check that. But is this suit invisible, in, invincible on top of right. the invisibility? But, and we learned that it's not because he gets shot with a normal gun. And he Four goes times, down. though. Four times, yeah. That was like... I think that was just for protective measure. <laughs> she she should have emptied the clip. She That's should have rule. emptied the clip. In, in movies like this, <laughs> like even in Get Out, like I have a thing about like... Um, Let it go. Hit it, hit them three times. Like One is for first contact. Second time is for for you. The third time is to make sure that they're gone. Like You do not leave room because you don't... I've seen Bye-bye. it every single time. If you don't hit them three times, they're going to get up. And I'm going to need consistent. one in the head. Two in the chest, one in the head. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how we're going to have to go. I'm going to have to make sure you're dead, dead. Okay? Yeah, like, what she's been through, like, when he fell on the... Like, he had four bullets in his chest, and I still think she should have put one in his head. At the Man, because like, he walked down the hallway. He did, like... <laughs> he walked down the hallway. That was a lot. I know regular people, when they get shot, they go down one that one bullet. Yeah, and she stabbed him before that. Let's just talk about the fact that she stabbed him several, several times, times with a felt pen. That was another thing. Uh, two things now that we bring that up. One, you were saying, okay, is the suit broken or not? It is yes, glitching. The, in, the inconsistency of the suit working or not, like after she stabbed the suit about three or four times, if I, if I remember, there was severe inconsistency of the suit was working or not. And I get like there's like glitches happen in and out, but like let the glitches be because he literally went invisible for like a full two minutes, yeah, with no problem. Of and the then suit he again. glitched back. I'm like, all right, so is it is it messed up or is Especially are we going to see rain. him or are we the not? Rain? I feel like the rain should have made the suit work even less. Yeah, like once it was damaged at that point, it's like with technology here and water and technology. Hello, it really don't get along. It don't like especially that. once it gets out beyond the insulation. It's it been it's been penetrated at that point. Like and she, when I say she stabbed him so many times with that felt pen, I'm just like, those are personal. Those that, are personal. This, you know what I'm saying? Like she really <laughs> went in on him, and then the fact that after she stabbed him so many times, he was still able to get up and kill five other people after that. And it was just like, okay, so then obviously her stabbing him didn't do too much or nothing. But the suit is glitching, and it's glitching enough for like people to see him but to not see him. And it's like when they do see him, it's like in real life, any officer reaction time is going to be way quicker than the reaction time of those people that are second-guessing if somebody they were very, is. Very it's people on the ground. You taking two seconds to think about grabbing your gun. Now my gun is already in my hand and you already on the ground Those dead. glitches in the suit were super, super, super convenient. And I understand that this is a movie. But again, like there got to be some middle ground with it. Like maybe, and personally, maybe they should have cut out maybe like. They brought like six or seven cops. Man, they could have took out three. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we could have had this just three. Like if the first one that saw him the first time, yes, kill him, boom, we move on. The next two, let that be it. We went about like five or eight more cops. And one in the pocket lot. We had one in the pocket lot who was like, Cecilia, don't do anything stupid. <laughs> and I'm not, at that point, I'm like, look, you like, and I, I, I get where I get why she left at the moment she did. But I think at this moment you've already proven your point. There is plenty of people to back your story now. You've won. Wait, stop. and then the fact that we got more backstory on the man who got in a car accident. Like we saw that he was in a car accident. He jumped out the car. He was on the phone with somebody in the car. The person was uh, like, "Hello." I thought that was hilarious. Hello, like, so is he okay? <laughs> he was like, "What the fuck?" Like you know, hello, hello. And I told Brooke, I was like. He's about to get, that man's about to get in trouble with his wife because now he's heard a random woman on the phone with him. In She's his like, car. he's okay. Like, oh my gosh, a random what's white woman here? in your car. 
You're, and then you're how, how now. she smashing? So he smashed into a whole car, and that car is still working. He's driving down the street with no problems. Movie magic. <laughs> Not to mention, that's another question I had. Uh, so she's. Let me uh, understand it. She drove. She was driving right behind him, right? Yeah. As in, we can see him driving yes. in front, right? So when he made it to the house, should she? She should she be pulling up right, right. behind? I him? thought that she was gonna make it there before James. I knew she was going to make it there before James, but James got there first. And I was like, okay, he got there first. He thinks thinks that there's nothing wrong. Then he comes in the hallway. She's on the floor getting choked. And he's like, what's happening? Now, that first time he got hit, my man started fighting back. You know what I'm saying? But then after that, it was just like, he's getting the crap beat out of him. But let me say this. This is the perfect setup for the situation. You're in a narrow hallway. You just got hit by something. And it's approaching you. Windmill. Let, first, no, let the <laughs> let the chopper sing. Let the bullets fly. Like, come That's on. If I'm saying windmill this thing, you should have just went just in a circle. Shoot, shoot. She shoot, already shoot. on the ground. You just need to That's shoot everything at eye level. You're good to go. That's exactly what <laughs> uh, she at, did. When she came in, she, she did. Like, she said, I really can't see it. With him. the extinguisher? Uh, yeah, she hit it with the, the extinguisher. Okay, first. and then she was like, duck. Mm, I'm going to let them things go. <laughs> Like, that's all you yeah, need. she was just like 10 minutes too late, even though she was driving right oh behind him the whole oh time. Oh, my God. Which, by the way, the suit's not even glitching anymore. That goes back to show, like, right. the, how... Somehow, this man this man is much better than I thought he was, because he fixed the whole suit <laughs> while he was racing over to this uh, girl house. Or did he call his brother and be like, hey, yo, go over to the house. I'm finna go to the crib. Like, See, that would have been smart. See, that's, That would have been some crazy that's stuff. That's because maybe that's what happened, and that's why the suit started working again, because maybe the suit was no longer him. It was actually his brother. That would have been beautiful if you had said it that, if you set that up perfectly. Like, there was like a, so, you know, in some movies, they had like the big, like when they do the big reveal, there's like the backstory of how, like, oh, how we got to this point. Like the little, oh, here's what we did at this moment. This is what we did at this moment. Like, that would have been such a, like, even the, um, it, the uh, what is it? The, if you remember. Making his death. When yeah. he faked his death, I needed to know how he did that. I needed to know the the backstory because we had pictures of his body his, on the ground. Wait, hold on. And then his brother just randomly pulling out pictures of his dead brother. He's like, "Look, let me show you that my brother is really dead because I got these pictures on me personally right now of him laying on the floor, dead, blood everywhere. Like what?" It could have been like uh, upgraded. That was the last movie he did. At the end, he did go back and show like how it is the plot twist and how the steps were going to that. Even though there are some flaws with that one as well, but um, you know they did it better and upgrade than they did here. Right. So it's just like yeah. With with all that being said, um, oh wait, can I bring up my last point about the uh, the paint real quick and the ladder. <laughs> yep, that does uh, follow. Uh, we didn't even finish the uh, the lift driver. Oh yeah, like the whole the reason. Okay, yeah, we'll wrap that up real quick. He should have killed the lift driver. That would have made the most sense, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so we thought what was going to happen was like, well, I didn't think about that. Uh, Ricky brought this up in the theater. He was saying like, wouldn't it have been better if like if uh, C came out of the house and hopped in the car and the lift driver's throat was slid because because um, Adrian is. He doesn't want her to go. Like you're trapped yeah. now. You're back in this house. Oh, the rest of the movie could have been in this house if he really wanted to, but yeah. you know that's not oh gonna my happen. God. Or her flipping through her architecture book in the attic. 
I'm just like, baby girl, this your book. Like, why you got, <laughs> you need confirmation in a moment where somebody's terrifying is chasing you that this is your work. And then next to that, can we please just talk about the fact that they panned to those keys twice and we had no clue of what those keys are actually for. Maybe they were to get in and out of James' house, but they obviously were not for Adrian's house because his house was key coded and padded to everything. So what was it for? And then the knife, like, okay, great. And the cell phone, like the only time that cell phone rung was when she called it that one time in the ceiling. And then why did he leave his phone? And from that point forward, she kept it. She kept his phone. (laughs) And you knew it was his phone because she called it. And it was like, you have reached the voicemail of Adrian Griffin. But she kept his phone the entire time. So no wonder he knew where you were all the time because he was GPSing your ass. Like it made no sense that she kept that phone. Like none. So you just didn't like the base, the attic scene at all, or is the just attic like- scene could have been deleted all the way across the board, and the thing with the paint. Okay, right, so yeah, the, the thing, the thing about the paint. So yeah. we all seen. If you've seen the trailer, and I promise you, you need to see the trailer. If you if you're if you're listening to this, you probably have seen the trailer. The the paint can that she threw <laughs> on him to reveal that he was there. There's there's multiple things wrong with this. First of all, why is there an open bottle of paint in your attic? She didn't pop a lid open. There was no, there was nothing to like for us to believe that she did that. There was nothing about it. Two, she threw the paint on him. He ran. We don't know where he went, obviously, because he's invisible. But next thing, we a few seconds later, we hear the water going, and she goes to the kitchen. By this time, he has washed all the paint off. She threw a whole <laughs> bucket at this man. That's all. He was- washed it off in the sink. He's not doing hair. I was like, <laughs> what is this? That's the thinnest paint I've ever seen in my life. It takes me six years to get a droplet of paint off of me if it get on me from some paint that I'm doing a paint and sip with. Like, how did how did this paint that you paint your house with go on this whole man? And then how you got a suit made of electronic things, and then it's just like you. This washing is a it really off. good suit, apparently. Like this suit is like <laughs> it's Iron Man. Iron Man made this suit. Clear. Clearly, like, cause, so maybe this is what this this movie is like. What if Iron Man was like? Well, he is a kind of a narcissist, but like, if he was like an evil, <laughs> no, nah, somebody stole his technology and used it yeah. for evil. That's that's what. It yeah, is. that's probably where this movie is at. Cause that scene, that that scene was all types of wrong. Like what? In that short time frame, it was from the attic to the Uber driver that <laughs> that so much went wrong in such a short amount of time. Him throwing like, the table across the room and her just running. And my thing is, he, at the beginning of the movie, we saw him sleeping. Oh, we didn't mean to address the fact that she left the phone behind. And she drugged him. Wait, but she drugged him with diazepam. My man's was knocked out. Anybody who has taken as much diazepam as what she said she gave him when she shook the glass up and you still saw it in there mm-hmm. is not getting up out of their sleep and running down no field to make it to nobody. They're gonna be dilute. They're gonna be delirious when they wake up. They're gonna. They, you're not gonna be able to focus straight and be like, "I'm going down this hallway." You gonna run into some walls or something before you get you there. You see what happened when uh, she had it in her system, her job interview. She wasn't exactly. Even doing nothing. She didn't even do anything. She was just walking. And she sat down and started having a conversation, and then all of a sudden, she hit the flow. Right. But you mean to tell me this man hit a full 5K (laughs) in two seconds down a whole hill? He went through his gigantic house. Gigantic. That had multiple levels. It had three or four floors in that house. Ran through his gigantic yard. Which it was at least two acres. Two acres. Through the woods. Which was at least five. (laughs) (laughs) To the road. To the road. And it... Ran up on the window and smashed the glass on the first hit. Come on now, come on now. 
And there's and she has this bottle of the diazepam that she had that to prove that he's still alive that has his blood on it. Okay. So we're not gonna run no type of tests or nothing. Not even just a simple. How did this bottle get here if he did? How I get here on the counter if he did? Because my my sister is still alive at this point and to attest. Oh man, man, that email. Oh yeah, we haven't got to the that, email yet. That, get, that, I was like, say let's that drop one. this right now. Go straight to the email. <laughs> to the email. Let's go, Baruch. Okay, this is number one on the biggest things that we, I had uh, concerns with in this film. We and all had concerns. Like when we Major all saw concerns. this in the theater, we just all rolled our eyes. We all looked at each other like they're not serious, are they? And this email. I, <laughs> I laughed when uh, when uh, they showed the email on screen, like we were reading it, because I was like, "Are you serious? Like she bought that? Her sister really believed so in this." I don't ever want to see you again. So don't me, look at me so again. Quick. I'm tired again. <laughs> we ain't doing this again. Like, so let me give you some personal information. I have a sister. She is seven years older than me, and I'm gonna tell you this right now. First, it's 2000. It's it's 2020. Mm-hmm. If you're, who who is writing emails to their family members? That's one. <laughs> Secondly, if I have ever, if I even thought to write an email like that to my sister, I guarantee you she would have read the first line and would have called me immediately. And she'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> and I'd be like, "What what email? Like, what, what do you mean? Like this email you just sent me? What email? All right, cool. This wasn't you. Someone got your someone got your account. Somebody hacked you, right? Somebody hacked. It's it, just that it simple." Is, 2020, okay? Hack life is real life. Like, it is something as simple as even leaving your email open after you checked it on somebody, something. Like, it doesn't matter. But to me, I just didn't understand why she, her sister was so invested in this. And then the way that the email was formatted and laid out was just like, I never want to see you again. It was always about you. You were suffocating. I'm like, well, you called your sister to tell her to come save you at 4 o'clock in the morning, but I'm going to send you an email when I don't want you to ever see me again. And I'm going to show up at your door. I'm going to show exactly. up at your door the, the and let you know. The morning that I sent you this email. <laughs> Come on now. Could have been a text that would have made it at least a little more yeah, realistic. Yeah, if she had sent a text, I'd have been like, all right. Or like if he had some like voice modification. Yes. Yeah. That would have made it even more. Because again, he this is a man that made a invisible yes, suit. Exactly. So I don't put much past him on, the, on his capabilities. Anything that... Iron Man can do. I'm gonna put in the same wheelhouse that he can do. Right. So right. he has the a technology. Voice modification is not that hard for a man of his uh, stature. Surprise! Like, oh man, that email was so that that email was probably and the worst. It thing was I've like ever when you saw when it was just so many things that, like, even when you saw his breath, I'm like, okay, you can see his breath one time. So that means that every one other time. time he was holding his breath. While he was walking behind her, that didn't make any sense. And then, too, it was kind of just like... And, you know, that made uh, sense for the trailer, one breath for the trailer. Right. But in the film, yeah, that's a little different now. Right. Little... And then I just felt like, oh, my gosh, like, he's not going to ever talk this whole time. You can't breathe, hear him breathing this whole... Because hearing somebody breathe is like, I don't care how silent the room is. You can always hear somebody else breathing in the room with you because that's how you can sense that somebody is in there with you. Exactly. So right. you mean to tell me this man standing over us taking pictures and pulling the blanket. First of all, you're going to pull this blanket all the way off me and I don't feel you pulling this blanket, period. Neither one of us move to feel this blanket. And then she wake up like, oh my God, it's a mannequin. No, oh my God, somebody just pulled something up off of you and took some pictures and now you want to be scared of a mannequin? This. Let me tell you this. As... I don't know if this translates cross cultures, but I know one thing about black people. Black people 
First of all, security in their room is huge. First of all, we don't sleep with the door unlocked, let alone open or easy access to anyone else. Even if it's a cop's house? Even if it's a... First of all, a cop's house... <laughs> but he did unlock the door. So that meant that he had some type of key because you saw the thing twist and the key lock twist in between there when he did it. So he definitely... The door was locked. So they still black, you know. <laughs> but the door was locked, but... But let me tell you, he if had someone, keys. If I'm sleeping... Or you, maybe, that, some, maybe that goes to... Uh, uh, in the basement, when you were saying like uh, they panted the keys twice oh, when they were in the attic, yeah, yeah, that could be. But I understand that may not be strong enough. Yeah, that, but at least it makes a little more. Because then it was like, why did he? Why were the keys in the attic if he was using them to get in and out the house? Like, maybe he was just trying to prove he had access. I don't know, but that the. Let me say, they could have killed that whole shot. They could have dropped it. Saved <laughs> they, the cool that whole section. They could have dropped twenty thousand for that shot. They could have saved that whole attic shot. The only reason the attic uh, paint thing was a jump scare is because I didn't think that they were going to do it so quickly. Yeah, I thought she was going to have to open it or something. Yeah, I straight up, or I, I thought she was going to hit him in the head with it. Or I'm like some something had to make this thing open. She was going to pop it you on know the ground, been, something. You know what would have made that so hilarious? Like, what if she didn't even do the paint thing? What if she just spit? <laughs> <laughs> just and it was like, oh god, he's right, <laughs> and he just sat there like. This bitch just no, that would have that would have been hilarious. That that would have just been straight up comedy because if she did spit on him, you still have the music in the background like Duh! it just was. See, and again, on that's, the face. That's, that just shows you direction because that me as the director, I'm like, all right, so I know we got this whole pink thing, but I got an idea, and I would have fought for that to be in the movie so bad. Nah, yeah, that's when you're switching the tone. Honestly, with the pink thing, the best thing you could do is just. Show like an insert shot of her like Reaching. snapping the uh paint can opener. Well, something. they actually showed, and that's what made me even more mad was that they showed us that the paint cans were closed when she came up into the attic. They showed you that the paint cans were closed. And but you know what? It would have even been easier because okay, first off, remember at the beginning he was painting in the house, so that means it would not have been that. Uh, hard to open the paint cans because just it would have already been previously open. Yes, yeah, just a little tap or something to show like what she's doing. But a instead, simple reach, like, just a reach. That's and, all I would ask for. Just a reach over to show that oh, she is reaching for the paint can. Like that's all I'm asking for. It was just we're looking down at the ground, and in the next two seconds we're throwing paint on it. And I'm like, <laughs> and shout out to the um, the silent actor in the movie, the greatest actor in the movie, the latter. Was on point the entire time. You watch this movie, you're gonna be like, "This ladder must be important." I'm gonna let you know this right now. It's not that important. The ladder could have just been like, it was a, a ladder. It, yeah, it was just a ladder. But like, they try to make it. I was like, the ladder gotta come up again. Like, what's gonna happen at the end of this movie where the ladder's gonna be important? Is she gonna like rush him with the ladder? Honestly, or I thought it was gonna drop from somewhere when they were in the hallway fighting, or she was gonna run into it, or she was gonna bring it around. Mm-hmm. I'm not lying. I didn't also think it was gonna it, come again, back. it's 2020. Who has an attic and got no ladder attached to your attic? Like, like why are we still freaking 2020? That that came from the the, the early the early. But again, like you're doing he's doing all this house improvement. Like, come on, man. Anything I've I've never seen a crawl space or an attic like that that don't when you open up the attic that the ladder stairs don't come down with it. Right. Exactly. Like what was going on? Well, I mean, but that's... all in all, it was very entertaining to watch. Like yeah, the, the lo- shots were definitely pretty great. It was just the storyline. I would have did way better with it if it had had a little more detail and a little more 
just like backstory to it. Just give me something to go off of so I feel for these characters and I understand their relationship and I understand their dynamic and I understand all of these things because even with her and Adrian, it was like very briefly touched on what it was that they're like because you knew that he did something to her but you didn't know what it was until she sat down at the table and even then it was just like she was so pitter-pattery about talking about it that you were just like I want to feel sorry for you but girl what happened tell me what happened to you You so I can understand why I hate this man so much like what did he do to you you don't want to tell me nothing you can't even go outside to the freaking mailbox and you don't want to tell me nothing so basically it started off strong but then it just had like a stopping point it was like where are we going going, with this we're going Going yeah. up, it plateaued, and then we just it yeah. just plateaued. I think okay. we just they just got to a point where it was like this is just where we we're going to start with all the detail, and it was just like nah, we kind of need to go a little bit further. Like where is the where is the stuff that's going to make me attached to this movie? Because like you said, like her role in this was like to give us this like I want to feel for you in this, but again, you're not giving me enough to feel for. Like how long was this movie? Like. You know, it's like an hour and forty minutes. It's not long. We could have really because it felt like it was forever. And Did it really? Honestly, they if they could have if they pushed it a little bit more, gave it a little bit more time. I would have I would have gave them twenty more minutes to give me thorough explanation about certain topics. I would have gave them that. Absolutely, I was already there. Yeah, like <laughs> if we could have did a backstory about their like if the movie started out with their relationship and shown how they, like, you know, I would have really loved to see them like met for the first time and then like oh like oh, right because really she nice. did remember that the code to get through the door was the first day that they met. Yeah, she that, was like oh if how the romantic. Movie started out on like what was it like it was like twelve. Because I was like, like how did these two people come in contact with the, with each other? Like, she's an architect and he is a scientist. Okay, so when with that uh, with that information, do you feel as if that's needed for this particular story? I understand you yes, need certain information you need to, to feel know closer. Why, why he needed her so bad? Exactly. You needed to understand why he was willing to go through the depths of killing her family, just, killing all of these people to invisibly be with her. Like, he don't even want to be seen with her. He's invisible. Instead of just saying, like, uh, because there was times where she would talk about it more than show it, such as, like, of all the girls that left you, why me? Is it because I didn't leave you? So it's like the answer is there, but it's like, is that just not enough? Yeah, I kind of zoned out when she started going into that whole monologue, (laughs) because I was like, we are past you being stupid at this point. Like, I don't understand anymore. You had to... And then, you know, there was a part in the trailer where he came in the room, and she was like, somebody sitting in that chair. That part never uh, yeah, happened. That wasn't it, in the movie. It, it wasn't in the movie. But I did notice that when she sprinkled the coffee grounds on the ground, he was sitting in the chair next to her. That's why she never saw him walk across the floor because he was already sitting there. You can see the imprint from him sitting in the chair and him being there. She They just never cut to it. And that's probably where that would have came in in the movie had James ever come back to the house to check on her again. But like he definitely was sitting in the chair next to her that whole time. Yeah. Like, for me, like, like I bring up before about the point about, like, you said if we need it or not, like, to see them go start off at one, at, like, a, like, oh, we're meeting for the first time, we're enjoying each other, and then them moving on to, like, this the domestic violence situation to give us more background of what, like, their relationship is like and how he, how he moves. Like, we don't really know much about him. And because, like, you look at this man. This man is extremely wealthy, extremely intelligent, obviously not the greatest personality, but... He seems like someone that people would, would um want to be in a relationship with. He can find another girlfriend. Like, it's not it, it wouldn't be that hard for him. Why is he so hell bent on her? What has he shown her? It's like, have you seen have you seen you on Netflix? 
Uh, no, but I know the, I know what the show's like, about. He, it's like he's this man is obsessed about this girl, but in the first, especially in the first season, we're all by the end of the first season, we're all looking like, why do you even want her? That's what was. That's how Basically, I felt about there's this. nothing special about this person. Yeah, there's nothing special about this woman that makes me like, oh, he has to have her. Like she wasn't extra beautiful. She wasn't like she didn't have anything that was. I like, don't know. Uh, white people got a different sense of what I, extra see, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I don't need because I mean I ain't going to say that she was extremely unattractive in my eyes, but I'm just I wasn't going to be stalking her for the rest of her natural born life. You know what I'm saying? And purposely impregnating her while I'm supposed to be dead. Right. So that was a lot. <laughs> at the end of this, would you guys say this is a good movie? You say you were entertained. To watch old Netflix. Yeah, I can agree. This could have been a really good Netflix movie. I would have enjoyed it on Netflix. Um, I won't. I don't. I definitely don't want to say this movie was bad. Even though it we, wasn't. It definitely we, we wasn't definitely, bad. The we shots up were great. A lot great. of things. We talked. Brought up a, a lot of things. But we. You have to remember who we are. We're not the regular folk just going to movie, watching a random movie. We're like people that are like heavily into movies. Heavy. We're heavy scrutinizing movies. Like this is what we kind of do. So like, to. To a regular person, this is a great this, film. I think it would great. be great for somebody who's just a regular moviegoer. But I feel like if you're somebody who is in the industry and who is heavily what what about people that are into like thrillers or horrors, like movies like uh let's just say like Get Out or us like those no, type of I'm, thrillers. You're not gonna get the same feel from this. Not, I mean, you're, you're not gonna not. get the same feel. You're gonna get the intensity of it, but you're not gonna get the same like I am genuinely terrified because I went home last night fine and didn't think twice about this movie when I got there. But when I saw those types of movies, I was like, all right, maybe. I should go to somebody else's house first or like I should watch cartoons before I go to sleep. You know what? I'm going to let my baby sleep in the bed with me tonight because I just don't feel comfortable being by myself. This I was like, oh, you know what? Whatever. You know what yeah, I'm saying? My, like, I'm going to go home and watch Cupcake to, and um, <laughs> When Us came out, my sister went to go see Us and she called me like, oh, I need you to come get me. Like, I'm going to stay the night at y'all house. I was like, all right, cool. This movie, like you said, like, I was just chilling. I was like, you know, ain't no crazy white man coming after me. So. Ain't nobody coming. Ain't nobody look like me enough. I can't even keep no, nobody like, long enough to come over here. Because this is like talking about somebody going to make a suit and create it to come stop what, me for the What would y'all life. do if y'all had the invisible suit? Obviously, not stalk somebody because I don't care I'm that much. I'm definitely not stalking a soul. <laughs> what I'm, I'm gonna be stalking is the, the bank, though. Okay, I'm, what I'm gonna be stalking is these uh, numbers. Okay, I'm going into stocks. I'm getting into everything. I'm trying to figure out how I can make this money by myself. Mm-hmm. Best believe, money's involved. I guarantee you. Yeah, I don't care about no. Ain't no nobody worth that. Okay? Ain't not Ain't a single no, soul worth again, that. Again, if I if I like he was a, he was good looking for a white man. He no, was, he wasn't. Everybody uh, looked funny. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> okay. looked funny. In 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 uh, let's say let's say in regular world, let's say in regular world, for the movie purposes, he was he was a bachelor. He was he was someone that his money was, was sexy. <laughs> he was yeah, someone to be, money. He was money. He was someone to be desired. If I was him, there's no woman out here that I'm out here chasing down like this. Fake my death. <laughs> I I have to stop being me. Because I want you? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. You're nah. crazy. You see my house? Yeah. You see my car? Yeah, I don't I don't need it that You bad. see this lab? Okay. I'm I am i am good. I don't go. I'm running it away from you, girl. Listen. Go. You yeah, wanna I'm leave? sorry, I just you wouldn't out. have been that invested in no nobody that much. I'm sorry. It's like right. nobody that can make me First that invested. This disappear. Oh, another thing. She packed this bag about like she she packed the bag to leave. Seventeen years ago, when she first arrived, she packed that bag. <laughs> she packed that bag. She had her money, passport, all them things. What about that bag? Because I know if I was her, I'm here in Mexico. I'm just that's it. Like 
Why is she still here? Because I didn't understand the purpose of her passport being enough for her to go to James' house. Because <laughs> you did not need a passport. I was like, to where go does to James live? <laughs> okay, like James. I thought they was in a whole different place. They up the street from him. It right. was it was a it was a twenty five minute Uber ride. That's the only reason why he waited outside for exactly. that whole time. She took a whole Uber. She to was this like, house. I might be two minutes. I might be twenty minutes. But I just need you to drive me back to the city. Uh. No, <laughs> that was the most expensive, and you just lost all your money. So that was the most expensive Uber ride ever. You gave ten. I just it was so many things. I'm like, and first, so, and if, this man died and gave you seven million dollars, five million dollars, and a hundred thousand dollar increments every month for the next four years. Like, and you was like, "Bet I'm finna send Shorty to college." You feel me? I'm put ten G's in her stuff every day. Then she went and bought two items for herself: a ladder. And an envelope to put a, a piece of the thing on mail inside of. Oh, and the but, champagne bottle. And the champagne but, bottle that gave them all hangovers know, this, again, because it was probably no Corbell. Again, maybe and maybe it's just a me thing. But I know, regardless if someone dead or alive, someone's giving me money. It what was a hundred? It was a hundred thousand a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a hundred thousand a month. What job is she going to? I was like, this girl going to a job interview. That's probably why he was like, I'm taking my money back because you're trying Let to go me tell work you a job right now. Let someone give me a thousand dollars a month. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> okay, a hundred thousand a month. And she's like, I'll just go get a new job. I'm going to buy a jacket and a shirt to go to this new job, and then I'm gonna make Wildly. more money that ain't even gonna scratch the surface of what you get she, every month. This late, this you can sneeze away twenty grand and not feel it. Okay, and sneeze what, it. And what was the cost of the school that this girl was going? Because she was, what was she giving her ten thousand dollars a scat. month? That was like Parsons was like scared. You know what I'm saying? That's she was going to be a fashion designer. I, I get that, but ten thousand ten thousand That's why she said I could probably even put her through bachelor school too. Like I, can I have one of those ladies? <laughs> Any of those ladies out there listening. Um my name is uh Cosmarenki and I'm Wako Moku and I'm taking exceptions and donations, okay? Right. If anyone 10G. wants to put ten thousand dollars in my bank account every month, best believe. You don't care if they're invisible. I don't care. <laughs> I prefer you to be invisible. You, you, you can be visible, invisible, purple, green, yellow. Non-human. Okay. I don't care. I don't. You care. putting the money in my account? We good. I got we you. We good. Okay. Oh my god. It don't matter. Yeah, but it was good though for the most part. I I enjoyed it was. It I I was, was thoughtfully entertained, even I'm though not I gonna lie. things in it that could have um, been better. Atlanta PD don't come get me. I'm super happy I didn't pay for it though. I could tell you that <laughs> I paid for it with my eight dollar Doritos and cheese, but. Okay, so um, we're going to go with the rating. But this time, instead of going out of 10, I'm going to start with you, Ricky. I want to give a letter grade, either like a, a, a letter minus regular or plus, either or, or those. So I'm starting off with you, Ricky. What would you give this letter grade? It gets, I'll, 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 I'll give it a C plus. Okay. C plus. C plus. I'll, I'll, tell, you that. I'll tell you that. What about you, Cosmo? I'll give it a... Take your time. Take your time. A Z minus. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably give it... I would give it a C plus as well. All right. Two C pluses. That's not bad. Um, I would give it a, a B, honestly. That's because you fair. Well, yeah, well, think about it. Like, There's many films, thriller, horror, whatever, we see in theaters to where... like, This is one of those movies to where it's like... I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's good. It has many flaws, but there are some thrilling horror films that are just bad and they entertaining. Are, yeah, but they serve their purpose. Yeah. yeah. And See, this they could have got a B from me if they gave me a backstory. B is for backstory. That's true. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll definitely say 
that main thing, if they had gave me, like I said, they gave me 20, if there was 20 more minutes in this movie where there was backstory. This to movie any of the relationships. Any, any, <laughs> anything. Anything at all. I would have given it, I would have gave it a B plus. With B no, plus, with no, with B no plus hesitation. close to an A minus. Yeah, with no hesitation. But the fact that there was no storyline between any of the characters, they just happened to be there together. And I could not find the harmony between them because I'm like, no offense and not to be racially motivated, but like, how do this black dude know these two white girls? Like, where did they come from? Were they raised together? Like, was he adopted? How were they family? Like, you don't think that was just the filmmakers making the cast interracial? Just nah, like, that was a bad way to do that. It was a really bad. That was that a really bad mom. way to do that. Like, it was no, it didn't show me any reason why. And then it was like, oh, when the sister came down, I was like, maybe this is the sister's old boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe that's why she's staying over here. Cause she was like, when your sister asked me to let you stay here, you know what I'm saying? I promised her I would make you go outside. So why did the sister have that much pull to just be like, I'm going to drop my crazy sister off at your house and leave her here for months until exactly. her boyfriend die? Like, and again, I'll, I, I got to go back to this. This is the, if they fixed this, <laughs> this would have been an A. If we had, Gotten rid of this goddamn email <laughs> and sent a text yeah. instead, or uh, again he more texted, backstory. He said surprise, <laughs> right? If we had more, we had more backstory on the on the sisters' relationship as to why you are instantly so offended, believing this email that your sister just sent you. Because again, I gotta bring it up. I don't know any sibling relationship <laughs> where you send an email like that and the phone call isn't immediately like I don't get like it. you just know, so and, my, and again. You got this email and you just chill, you just chill at your house again. You never called your sister. You never called nobody. To be like, what is this? Like, what is this? That's how you feel and nothing like that. Like, I just helped you. I just saved your whole life, and this how you gonna treat me? Like, you know what I'm saying like, you ain't got no feelings about this. Like, come on, like, where is it? Bring it. Yeah. So okay. as I had to saw her crying at the door, I would have been like, obviously, this was not my sister who sent me this email. They broke the 180 rule, by the way, during that scene. I don't know if y'all noticed that. The scene where uh, she came to the door to ask for her sister's help, and she's like, "Oh, that's how you feel. You sent me that email." I was like, "They're both looking." This is again a look for the cinematographer. They were both looking in the same direction, which means they're breaking the one eighty rule. Yeah. So like, I don't know if you noticed. Like, no, uh, so, I don't know what that is. Tell me what it is. So one eighty rule, like, okay, so me and you are facing across from each other right mm-hmm. now, right? So the camera is looking over my right shoulder. Right, your point, my yeah, my- looking over here. So the camera should be then looking over your left shoulder back to me. My right, your, your left. left. Bam, okay. bam, bam. With the 180 rule, they were both over the right shoulder. Oh, like, that's bam, true. Bam. They show work. So, yeah. So it's like if you took a picture, they're both looking it's in the, the same, same direction. direction. So it's yeah. like they're not... I they're mean, not looking obviously, at each other, but they are looking at each other. Yeah. And it's just simple things to where it's like, uh, you know... Uh, as a normal uh, person watching it, you probably uh, don't catch on to that, especially when you're just focused on the fact that that email took you away from everything. Yeah. Like, I don't so even like, care yeah, at this Baruch point. Baruch is talking about this, but again, like, and I probably if it was a different situation, I probably would have caught it. But the email had driven me so insane by that point. Like, it, it just it just couldn't be pulled together in my mind. But I want to say also that, like, the during the dinner scene that they had at the restaurant, like, her face when she saw the knife. I thought was hilarious because I was like, "Oh, she's absolutely looking at this man right now." Like Adrian is there and he is doing something crazy. Every we, we flip this uh, the shot and there's a knife, and I'm like, "He slit her throat so fast." I thought that could yeah, be and then threw the knife in her hand. Yeah, like I was but like, see, my thing was like, how did she catch this knife like that? Because he threw the knife at her. She didn't. He didn't put it in her hand. He fucking threw it. Like that's like only if you're like Magneto can you make something like that happen. Yeah. 
it looked very Magneto like. I was yeah. like, this and these first of all, they maybe maybe it's a white people thing. I don't know. <laughs> but like the slitting of the throats in this movie was like so like it was like it was dramatic. It was dramatic, but it like them knives cut like butter. Like <laughs> Right. They had some good culinary knives. It Mine was quick. Dull. It was like, yes, yeah, so I'm saying. It like, wasn't no it I wasn't mean, it was no jaggedness in it. It was just one. That's what I'm saying. Clean keeping a hundred, keeping a hundred. You come to my house, try you might have to do that. You want to you, you might have to do it. Two passes to, get- <laughs> to even get that close. To That's what I'm saying. Get that close. Like, and like no one, like again, like the camera thing in that in that situation, like no one just saw this floating knife in the middle of this room. Again, that's what again, that's why looking at these parts, it's like these are all things that could have been fixed. That's probably what bugs me the most. Yeah. It's like there's certain flaws in films to where it's like, you know, I understand why that happened. I would have changed it, I would have switched it, but you know, for I understand why those flaws happen for the plot. Like, if this didn't happen, the rest of the movie wouldn't happen. Yeah, like, I, I but we these are things like night. you could still get your point across, but fix it, such as the email, make it a text or a voice modulator. The girl hits her, all she has to do is like give her a hug while doing it, and then it can be believable like she hit her, quote unquote, even though she's not the restaurant with the camera. All you had to do was show the camera moving. So it's like you have no alternative but to believe she is the killer. So it's just like that's what bugs me about it. And it's just a it's a low budget film. So and with that being said, they did a great job for seven million dollars. Like what they pulled oh, yeah. off. First of all, in my mind, absolutely. this movie was like probably like somewhere like thirty, forty thousand, forty million dollars. That's where my mind went. That's that's Johnny Depp you talking about. That's yeah. that movie. <laughs> yeah. So that's where my mind went. So here it was seven. I was like, oh, you know, this movie's a lot better than I thought it was. Yeah. So. You know, guys, but with all that being said, um, we're we're running out of time. I I appreciate y'all for joining me and talking about uh, The Invisible Man. I think we got all the kinks out. Um, So we're giving our ratings, too. By the way, the rating for everything else on Rotten Tomatoes is 91% certified fresh and 88% on with the audience and a B-plus on CinemaScore. Is that too high for y'all? Or y'all feel like that's pretty fair? Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that that's it. Okay, like I would have never gave it a ninety nothing, but a ninety yeah. <laughs> no, I would have high eighties. Yes, high eighties. I would never a ninety. The max anything. I would probably get was an eighty five. Like I could push. That's for still pretty high. Yeah, I yeah. could push for eighty five, but not in the ninety. Like nah. ninety nothing. Nah. Okay, but right now what I'm gonna do is go around the table, and you guys can tell everyone where they can find you out there. I'm gonna start off with you, Ricky. No, nah, we should do ladies first. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. God, across from me. Well, you uh, can find me on Instagram at Donut Whipping. That's uh, Donut, like you spelled regular donuts, and mm-hmm. then Whipping with the I-N at the end instead of a G. Yeah, that's me. All right. And you can find me at BlackFrost32 on all social networks. Speak up. They got to hear you. Oh, they got to hear you. Yeah, don't quiet storm this? us now. Yeah. <laughs> the quiet storm. Okay. Yeah. Black Frost. 32. Not Jack Frost, not Black Forest, all those dumb things that people say all the time. Mm. Black Frost, 32, on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Also, Boomin' Picks on Instagram. Uh, you need any photography, hit me up. All right, that's what's up. Uh, guys, you can find me on Instagram at I'm the Filmmaker. Um, guys, 
want to thank I want to thank you, uh, Kajma and Ricky, for coming by and talking to me about the Invisible Man. It was fun watching it with y'all. It was fun talking uh, about this movie with y'all. Hopefully, we'll get to do this again. But for those out there listening, I want you guys to let us know in the comment section below at what you thought of the Invisible Man. What are your thoughts on it? Do you agree with our thoughts? Is there something that we're leaving out? Whatever it is, again, let us know in the comment section. And guys, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time on Movies on Our Minds.